don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB, and you can get this show and other shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And as you know, uh, we are now in the midst of summer. Actually, we're just starting the week or two in to the summer vacation, and yet it is already starting off as a bad, bad summer for several people. Uh, several people are not going to make it through. Uh, several people will not and already have not made it through the first week or so of summer. A lot of hit and runs out there, a lot of DUIs, a lot of foolishness on the freeway. I drive 64 miles to work one way each and every day that I'm working. And the asinine things that I have seen, it is unbelievable. It is to the point where I hate driving to work because I don't know if the moron behind me is going to end up plowing into me. And I see it each and every day. The speed limits that I take range from 55 miles an hour to 70 miles an hour. I see people going at least 80 or 90. And they pass me like I'm standing still. And I'm doing like 70. 71, 72 maybe. People bypass me like I'm standing still. And... They weave and in and out of traffic and they'll ride up against somebody's bumper and the last second they'll either go to the left or to the right, nearly hitting the vehicle that's either in front of them or behind them just off to the left or to the right and where it, they end up having the person that they're passing or attempting to pass ends up jamming on the brakes. Uh... And I got to tell you, there's going to be a terrible accident somewhere along the way. 
And I see it each and every day. I see it and I get stuck in it. I got stuck in a traffic crash. I was behind at least by a mile and a half. And it took ungodly amount of time for me to get home that night. I ended up doubling back. And this is about two, three weeks ago. And I, and I think I talked about it in this last show that I had. I ended up traveling two or three miles back out of my way to go around the long way just to get home. What normally would have took me about an hour and 20 minutes ended up taking me over three hours to get home. And I got to tell you, it, it, it is getting to the point where driving on the road, it's life and death each and every day. We're in, what, the second, maybe the third week of summer, and it is already to the point where it makes no sense to get on the road anymore. You got 17-year-old kids driving now being arrested. You've got people that will plow into other cars just to get a hold of somebody who ticked them off one or two lights down the road. You got hit and run drivers. You have young people and elderly people that are being hit and killed as they ride on their bicycles, getting exercise. You have people dying on motorcycles, left and right. I believe, and I am predicting this now, that this summer will be the worst. And I got to tell you, it just, it just gets to the point where it just doesn't feel good anymore to get behind the wheel and drive into work because you don't know if you're going to make it there and then on your way home, you don't know if you're going to make it home. What are we going to do about it? Oh, it is baffling, isn't it? Oh, I got some numbers for you. Coming up. back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about going for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car. You kill someone. There's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're gonna find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. Welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. And you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. And I got some numbers for you. I was getting ready to say before I cut myself a little bit short on the timing of the commercial break. Uh, Here in California... 
according to my sources in the Highway Patrol uh, offices, 68 people over the 4th of July had died on the freeways. Here in California alone, not talking across America, 68 people alone died, and over half of them were not wearing their seatbelts. What does that tell you, people? We all know about the seatbelt law here in California. We've passed that long time ago, and most cars are built with seatbelts nowadays. You cannot not know that they're not in there, so why don't you use them? If you decide to use them, it may prevent your own death. 68 people died, and half of them could have been prevented, according to my sources, in the California Highway Patrol office. And it just baffles me to no end that these kinds of things continue to happen over and over and over again. It just makes no sense. But what are you going to do? Sooner or later, if you bring it up to your friend's attention and tell them, hey, look, it's a good thing that you can go ahead and drive. But put the seatbelt on. Be safe. Respect me. Respect others. I'm your friend. Do that for me. I want to get home tonight after work. That's all you got to do. Tell your friends that. And if they disagree and they argue, then they're not, they're not meant to be your friends. The hell with them. Screw them. Contact an Uber. Get a lift. Go home that way. As long as you arrive home safely. And then at the end of the day, you hear on the news, oh, so-and-so crashed. And you go, wow, man, I could have been in there. And then, on the, oh, how did this happen? Oh, my God, how did this happen? I hear that a lot. It's got to stop. Driver's education is important in school. Yet California did away with it. It costs too much. Tell that to the little, uh, you know, to the parents of somebody who lost a teen because they didn't know how to drive. You got teenagers now, you know, thinking that they can live forever and they'll go speeding up and down the road like it's like it's the Indianapolis 500. And I've talked to you about that before. But they drive like it's the Indianapolis 500, that they're, they, they're above and beyond approach. Yes, I know. I was stupid, too. When I was 17, 18 years old, I did some stupid stuff. But once I took my driver education course in school, high school, by the time I hit my senior year, I grew up so fast, knowing what could be caused and what damage that I could cause and what would be the repercussions of that, of my own, you know, activities if they were ill-willed? And believe you me, getting behind the wheel, being stupid, acting dumb is will-illed. Uh, we need to talk about trying to get driver education back in school. It's, it's going to be important. You got people that are just driving, texting and driving. I see it all the time. It just scares me to no end. But that, that's, that's a topic for, like, say, another day. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Here's a story. Again, now, we are just now starting the summertime phase, the 101 days of summer. And 
it's not going good for several people. In Utah, Fox News 13, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, a cyclist was killed. Now, this is a very, very bizarre story. A cyclist was killed in a hit and run. Maybe hours later, I'm guessing, uh, the driver of the vehicle that hit him was found dead at his home. Self-inflicted gunshot. And it's because he knew what he did and he took off. If he would have stayed, maybe nothing would have happened to him and he wouldn't have been stupid enough to pull the trigger on himself. Again, Fox 13 News in Utah, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Detectives with the Centerville Police Department are investigating a fatal hit and run that took place late last night after the city's 4th of July celebration. Both the cyclist and the driver police believe ran him over are dead. Fox 13 News reporter Emily Tenser spoke to friends of that cyclist in a fair warning as we report tonight. This does involve self-harm and suicide. Fox 13 is choosing not to name the driver due to the manner in which he died. Some of his last moments alive before hopping on his bike and pedaling home. How do you deal with this? How do you, how do you process this? Matt Ford walks along the bike lane near 600 South and Frontage Road and pours a beer out for his lifelong friend. He didn't have lights. He didn't have lights on his bike. But he had reflectors. It was his brand new bike. Jessup was heading south on this road just after 11 p.m. Saturday night when Centerville police say a truck ran him over from behind. I thought he'd live a lot more years. I did. Police say witnesses saw the driver stop, get out of his truck, look at Jessup injured on the ground, then get back into his Toyota Tundra and drive away. We asked him just to remain on scene and... and, and work through the consequences. Jessup died on scene and within minutes, officers were able to track the driver down at his West Bountiful home. They tried to communicate with him. And then a few minutes later, a single gunshot uh, was heard coming from inside the home. Lieutenant Alan Ackerson says that man died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Now investigators are looking into whether drugs or alcohol were involved and if Jessup was wearing reflective gear and inside the bike lane. Now we have uh, two families in the area. They're both mourning for the loss of their their family members. 2022 already broke state records for the most cyclist deaths and injuries. Jessup's friends are pleading for others to stay safe so Utah doesn't have a repeat this year. Tell everyone you love them. Give them a hug every day. In Centerville, Emily Tensor, Fox 13 News, Utah. All right, and again, I want to thank Fox 13 News, Utah, for the allowing me to use the sound. Okay, she's already mentioned 2022 was a record year in Utah for hit-and-run deaths. Uh, it kind of sounded like she was hinting that it may even surpass that this year. And if it does, it's just getting worse. And if it's getting worse in Utah, what do you think in New York, California, Texas, Colorado, different places like that? How do you think that's going to reach out to the public? It's just going to escalate. It's going to be more and more. And as it continues to be more and more along the way, you got to wonder, what can we do? What can we actually do to minimize this? These hit and runs, the DUIs, the texting and driving, 
the whole distracted driving world. What can we do to minimize it? That's the question that I'm opposing today. That is what I'm going to probably be talking about in the next show, too. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Uh, when we come back, okay, 17 years old, arrested. Good to be 17, but now when you get arrested for stupid crap, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. And you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. All you got to do is type in the keyword DistractedDB. Um... Earlier today, I sent out a post uh, on Twitter and Facebook in regards to after doing 20 shows, 20 podcast shows, the top five shows, according to Podbean, that I did, the most downloaded ones. Uh, Number five was September 24th, 2021. Number four was October 12th, 2021. And then, of course, December 5th, 2021. And most recently, March 31st, 2022. And the most current one is the number one most download is May 7th, 2023. Uh, For all those that have downloaded my podcast show and listened to it, thank you very much. I appreciate it. 
and hopefully that we'll get some more records along the way. Uh, hoping to put together a list of all the all the um, states that have downloaded my podcast shows, maybe the top five or ten. How many? There's several states. Pretty much almost all the states have downloaded my podcast show, whether it's once or two or three hundred times. Uh, a lot of downloads uh, and a lot of followers that listen to the podcast show. And again, I appreciate each and every one of you. All right, here's a story that I got from ABC7 out here in Los Angeles, and I want to really stress this a lot. How about getting driver education back in school? Because stuff like this will not happen uh, over and over again for teens that are not really not adverse behind the wheel. Again, when I first got my license, it took a while to really understand what the problem was that I could cause and the damage and the devastation that one can cause when you're behind the wheel. Again, this story comes from ABC7 here in Los Angeles. New this morning, a teen driver has been arrested for a deadly hit and run in Arcadia. This happened at Huntington Drive and Myrtle Avenue around 1130 last night. Police say they attempted to pull over the 17-year-old for speeding when he drove through a red light and hit a pedestrian. The suspect drove off as officers stopped to help that pedestrian who died at the scene. The suspect's car was found abandoned nearby. Officers found the suspect hiding in some shrubs and arrested him. The identity of the victim has not yet been released. I want to thank ABC7 for allowing me to use that sound here, uh, ABC7 out of Los Angeles. Look, hiding in some shrubs, that just tells you how, how stupid your act was. If you weren't speeding, you wouldn't hit somebody as you ran the red light. You wouldn't have hit a pedestrian. And then you decide to run, and then you abandon your car. What do you have in your car that can identify you? Hmm. Let me see. You have the license plate. You got registration, maybe. You have insurance in there, those insurance cards. Hmm. You got fingerprints all over the damn place. Hmm. You have all these things. How stupid can you be? Take this 17-year-old kid and freaking lock him up. He doesn't need to be behind the wheel. I don't care what anybody says. 17 years old and you act foolish like that, you have no business behind the wheel. My gosh. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Hey, we're going to go take a trip down to Australia. That's what we're going to do right now. Uh, this is one of the first times and one of the first stories that I'm getting out of Australia which, by the way, Australia is one of the countries that have downloaded my podcast show, and several people have listened to this. This comes from Seven News Australia, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use a sound. Apparently, a hit-and-run driver ends up plowing into eight different cars in Melbourne, and apparently it all stems from... Road rage. Here it is, News 7 Australia. And I appreciate you guys for allowing me to use sound. And welcome to the family. Good evening. Two cars have left half a kilometre of carnage in Melbourne's east after a road rage incident got out of control. Residents came outside to find eight cars completely written off. And hours later, 
one of the suspects fast asleep. Hoons speed down a suburban street at Blackburn, leaving a trail of destruction behind. I just heard an enormous bang about one o'clock this morning. An almighty thump went right through the whole house. Looks like someone's come down, picked up half the street, tossed it around and dumped it back on the ground. This abandoned Holden Calais wiped out eight parked cars in the hit-run rampage, spanning almost half a kilometre. Most of the owners were attending the same housewarming when the party ground to a halt. We heard, uh, heard a lot of metal scraping along car, like metal on metal, and then uh, like an explosion. Two men fled on foot, scaling fences to get away. Pretty frightening. Um, it was 1.40 and I heard my wife and I heard a series of bang, 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 bangs. Then I saw someone run up our, uh, obviously come up our drive. Police swarmed the street from the air and on the ground, but it was a neighbour who led them to an arrest. A 19-year-old found hiding metres from the wreckage, covered in blood, seemingly asleep. I saw this dude just curled up under my car. Passed out. Lucky to be alive, I think. It's believed a third man took off in this getaway car, a white ute was also caught up in the chaos. Police suspect all three vehicles were stolen. There was no braking noise at all, and it was literally still driving down the road. And that's collected another two cars as it's gone down the road. The force of the impact was so strong, this sedan spanned 360 degrees and ended up in a front yard. All eight cars were declared write-offs and towed from the scene. They're all work, beautiful working-class people around here. It's really sad that it had to end this way. Rochelle Brown is in Blackburn, and, Rochelle, there's been a development this evening. Mike, the 19-year-old who was taken to hospital with facial injuries has been questioned by detectives, but late this evening, police have decided to release that man pending further inquiries. Police are still searching for two other alleged accomplices who fled the scene. Now, we do have some new confirmed details tonight. It's believed this was all sparked by an alleged road rage incident. The two cars were travelling in a convoy when an argument unfolded. Things escalated quickly from there. Mike? Rochelle, thank you. All right, and again, that sound comes from 7 News Australia. And again, this is my first time using their audio, and I want to thank them with all my heart for allowing me to use the sound. Thank you. All right, so, yeah, a lot of... See, road rage, hit and runs, car crashes, they're not just for the United States. They're not used for England. London, Germany, they're all over. Australia is, you know, it doesn't matter. In Japan, you get it. It's everywhere. It's how do different countries deal with these types of incidences? What do they do to try to curtail it? Honestly, I think our laws for hit and runs and DUIs it kind of sides on the perpetrator, not the victim. I think what needs to happen is a scrub of the laws on that. And honestly, to tell you the truth, it should be a federal thing across the way. Because if you think about it, if you're in an airplane and you do something stupid, Say you're in California, the plane takes off from California. You'd fly to, say, 
you know, Wisconsin or, you know, South Carolina, you're flying. It, it is more like a federal's jurisdiction, no matter what. So if you put the umbrella under the, you know, federal law for all these distracted drivers and make it a federal crime to be doing the stuff that they're doing, hmm, that might tighten up the things. Now, I know people are going to say, yeah, it will work. Some people say, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because of the fact that, well, quite honestly, to tell you the truth, you know, the federal and the state has their own money for different programs, you know, road repairs, this and that. They'll take the money away from the locals if you make it a federal thing. I get that. I get that. But there has to be something down the road where the federal federal officials will come into play and say, hey, this is enough. If you do X, Y, Z, you're going to get A, B, and C done. That's it. But all the laws are different. You get a slap on a hand in one state versus another. It just makes no sense. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Thank each and every one of you for listening. And remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Until then, be safe.